The following audio brought to you by TSF Entertainment Podcast may contain graphic descriptions of violence and or audio clips of violence or sexual explicit events. Listener's discretion is advised. Retro CG, and I want to welcome you to the TSF Entertainment Podcast. Tonight, I am joined by our special guest, my special co-host in the house tonight. I got the lovely Miss Really B TV. Mm-hmm. What's up? What's up? And I got my little brother on here, Mr. Jack of Joys. <laughs> What's up with you, bro? What's going on, fam? It's good to be back. Hey, good to have you back in the I house. I know, I ain't seen you in forever. I, will talk <laughs> I know, to you, right? <laughs> talk to you in forever. <laughs> I know, right? Like, back like I left something. Right. <laughs> and tonight, we are talking about episode 104, P-Valley, The Trap. What's going on in The Trap? Down so. in the valley where the girls get naked. <laughs> <laughs> I love that intro song. Like I love it. Oh, me too. Me too, man. And I'm glad. You're, I, I'm glad. I'm glad Retro CG put me on because I was like, let me check this out. And then I just been like, it, it gets wild about every it, episode. It, you yeah, get hooked on it. Yeah, you, it gets. You. I was just telling Crystal that we just got finished doing episode 103. And I was just telling Chris, I said, I'm going to put David on now. He don't got hooked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a hook. We've been going I'm back and forth. Sunday, I'm up Sunday morning at 12 a.m. watching. Like, See, we just did the same thing. <laughs> I, I told you. I said it got me like, um, like, um, Power used to have me. Like, like at 12 o'clock, I'm ready. <laughs> right, 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 right. So before we jump into the episode, DJ, come me, me and Crystal been kind of sharing our opinions on what we think about the show as far as the music and the writing is concerned. What do you think about the writing so far? I think the writing is good. It kind of put me in a mindset. Like when I first started watching, I'm not even gonna lie. It kind of put me in a mindset of uh, a, a little bit more of a graphic players club without maybe the, the, the comedy aspect to it. Because, you know, the strippers, the music, the DJ. But it went into a deeper detail of, like, individual lives beyond just the strip club or kind of give you or or kind of almost foreshadowing a little bit of people's lives as far as their individual lives outside of the strip club. So I think the mm-hmm. writing is, I think, I think the writing is pretty good. Like, that's what captured me the most is that, you know, at first, like, my first thought, it was going to be strip club, strip club, strip club, strip club. But nah, I actually go into depth of, you know, their individual lives and things that they got going on, you know, outside of working with uh, working for Uncle Cliff. So we're all on the same page with that because we definitely think this is more and way beyond just a stripper show. Yeah. Um, 
I agree with you on that. Uh, when I first saw it too, I, well, my my initial expectation was this is going to be a uh, another version of the Players Club, just made for TV. Right. Um, but it's far from that. It, it's so far from that because the the storytelling is so in depth. Mm-hmm. And it's taken us so well beyond the fact that this is centered around a strip club and the lives of the characters is is a really dope show. Yeah, and it, you know, and, and it'd be having me want more. Like it'd give me a little part of yep. this story, and I'd just be like, "Oh, I need to know more. Wait till next week. I need to know more. I need to find out why is this and why is that and why is this." Mm-hmm. It gave me just enough to be like, "Oh, come on, don't leave me like that. I need to know all it, of it." Br- it gives you enough to keep you coming back. Yeah, exactly. And- and the sad thing is, I feel like the season finale is going to do the same thing. Like, I feel like we're going to get to the end of the season. We're going to get to the end of the last episode and be like, what? Like, I, I feel like we're not, I feel like we're going to leave us hanging. Yeah. So you think we are going to get a cliffhanger? I think, I feel like, it. yeah, I feel like. It. Yeah, we'll get a cliffhanger. Okay, so episode 104, The Trap. So we start the episode off um, at the Pank um, and, um, Mississippi is, I don't even know if she's giving a lap dance at this point because it seems like she's just sitting on do lap. It seems like she's just sitting there. It doesn't <laughs> seem like she's giving him a lap dance, but in return, dude is lecturing her about, you know, he don't understand why women take their clothes off and dance for money or whatever. While he's but enjoying at the strip club. Right, you're you there. Exactly. <laughs> like, and then we see Mama Bear. Mama Bear approaches him and she got this badass leather outfit on, yo. She come up to him and she started talking cash shit to him. She like, yo, uh, get, pay her, you know. And then he take the money and throw it on the floor. And you know, he she kind of goes off on him like, you know, you're not throwing no money. Why are you here? You know, you're right. talking shit to her. And you know, Mississippi, we see her take her role that she normally takes. You know, you know, she takes abuse and she doesn't defend herself. Mm-hmm. You know, because she was content with old boy throwing the money down on the floor and and, and just letting it go from there. But you know, Mercedes wasn't trying to have that. And Diamond, we see Diamond roll up. That's <laughs> my Diamond guy. Diamond <laughs> That's my guy. <laughs> Diamond yeah. is Diamond roll up, pick the money up, give it back to old boy. He's like, "Yo, hand her the money." He was like, "Shit, I don't see no lady." No, he's like, "Hand the lady the money." He's like, "I don't see no lady." He's like, "Oh, you want to do this the hard way?" You know, he yoked buddy up. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, he yoked buddy up. So, Crystal, what you think about that scene right there? I think that I honestly I feel like that was just like what we see that whole contradiction of what we see where the men judgment. right men love going to the strip club they love the perks and all of that but they'll be the first ones to put it put somebody down that does it and I'm like but you know it's kind of like that mindset of you know you know guys are supposed to sow their royal oats but a woman's supposed to be a virgin well then who he having sex with like it, it's like. You know, you can't have it both ways. So that's how I kind of took it. And and uh, DJ, what's your thoughts? You know, I actually think that it was kind of like a, a painting a picture of what really, really goes on in the strip club. I actually know people that with that mentality. So I, I, I agree. I agree with really be 100 percent is people that go to the strip club. They just be like, well, you know how you in here taking off your clothes and this, that and other. But yet and still. You sitting on a wide full of ones that I got in my pocket that I might right. get ready to peel off, you know, real quick. Right. Um, I I think that um I think I think that uh it, it kinda it kinda adds on to uh to Mercedes character of 
what she stand for in that club. You know, she's also a woman that don't play. That she's about she's about her business and taking care of her girls the best way that she possibly can. Right. So I think that kind of like solidified her uh her character as well as we see it in um as far as we see it in season one. Uh, Mississippi got to grow some balls at some point. Or you know, grab her tits and just go in, and you know she she gonna she definitely have to, have to yeah she gonna have to yeah, step it up to, yeah she gonna she gonna have to she gonna have to she gonna have to she gonna have to step it up especially against guys like that because Diamond might not always be there but that's what I pulled from that right scene. and it's more too and that's a good point you bring up because again I don't want to speak too much into the future but it's more to taking Mercedes spot than dancing and that in that moment it showed it's more to being Mercedes than just being able to get on that pole. And have guys. You got to take care of this club. Yeah, right. You, you, you mama bear. Shit. Right. You got to right. be mama, mama bear. bear. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. She OG for a reason. But, but yeah. we're we're all aligned. We're all aligned uh, with our thoughts of Mercedes because we just got finished talking about that. Mercedes' role seems to be a caretaker. You know, she looks mm-hmm. after people that she care about. You know, and she want to see these girls. She don't want these girls to kind of be like fall into this this cycle that all you are good for is you know dancing. Right. You know, she want these girls to, you know, use this as a stepping stone to say, hey, you know, get to a higher goal than just being content with dancing. Right. At a she strip doesn't club. want any of them to be content with this. Yeah, she want them to to use this to kind of um, be a springboard off something that you really want to do. Yeah, right. Um, and so I I do agree that Diamond is not always going to be there, but. Um, I think um, we've said this in uh, previous episodes. We think that uh, Mississippi is probably one of the younger girls at the club. She seems to be pretty young. Her character seems to be pretty oh, young. Oh, yeah, definitely. So she's very naive, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, don't really know how to stand on her own, too. Mm-hmm. But uh, hopefully uh, with what's happening in episodes to come, um, she's going to step out of that role. We're going to see her step out of that shyness and really step more into the woman in charge role. So we'll see where that goes. Um, so our next episode, we see um, drunk ass Autumn, pussy fairy. Um, <laughs> I know you won't come with my girl Autumn like that. Yeah, okay. Ah. Oh, you you remember that as fuck when you hear the next of uh, the uh, previous episode goes. She's a fucking pussy fairy. Pussy oh, fairy don't is what she my is. girl. I don't like that. Yeah, you, you better be glad <laughs> you went on the last see, episode. I drug her ass with that damn blonde wig and she's a pussy fairy. So we see the pussy fairy at her um little rundown shack that she stayed. Um, she's pouring all this liquor, alcohol into the bathtub. So I'm looking at myself like, is she trying to relive it? I'm sorry. In my first initial thought of this scene before she started throwing the money in, I thought that she was trying to relive that night of the storm. Now, you see, know, I, thought the opposite. Me- I thought she was trying to, I thought in that moment she was trying to get clean. Because I remember the night before was when she was drunk on the pole and she made a fool of herself. So I thought Spell maybe down. that was like a wake up call. Like, y'all got to get my shit together. Like, that's what I thought it was at first. Okay, see, I go back to episode one where the suitcase floated across the dirty water. I, for some reason, I felt like she was trying to relive that moment until I uh, saw her throwing the money in the tub. And I knew exactly what she was trying to do then mm-hmm. at that point. She's smart. I got to get the pussy fair that. She is, uh. She's smart. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know DJ because that's his girl. Wow, you know that's Autumn. my girl. You know I'm going to go for Autumn. Autumn. <laughs> that's my girl. Autumn. Team Blaskey, we in the building. 
Um, I thought you said, here we go. Here we go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Get it started. Go ahead, Crystal. There you go. I thought it was the same thing. Of, you know, like 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 really BTV. She's like she just said. I thought it was the same thing. I thought like okay, she made an ass out of herself, so she just wanted uh, she just wanted she just wanted to go ahead and sober up. One that's alcohol yeah. abuse. Let's not do that. You don't abuse alcohol like that. <laughs> right, Ooh, right. You don't. <laughs> right. You could have just used some tea. You could have brewed some tea if you wanted yeah. to dirty the money up. You ain't had to use that good liquor. Yeah. But it was more than just making the money dirty. What she was trying to accomplish, she wanted to have yeah. the smell. The illusion yeah. well. that it came from the club. Yeah, I, I got yeah. it. When she right, went to the right. club, I mean, when she went to the. But I okay. I know I'm jumping ahead. I still no, don't we, understand we, why we she opened up on. a bank account. I don't. That part is confusing to me. If she's not planning on staying, why open up a bank account? I don't get it. And why open it up in this girl's name? You yeah. know, you're not Lakeisha Savage. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I didn't really a bank account with $28,000 in, in her name. What sense is this? I think we'll find it out later. This? I think we're going to find it out later. Yeah, because that part got me, I ain't going to lie, that part has me totally Company. I already told you what my thoughts are on that. That that money, that's legit money for something. She 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 autumn autumn is a very smart girl. She yeah, she's not smart. yeah, she she she's she not stupid. She she's beyond that. She's damaged. She's definitely damaged from whatever it is. We know once we get into the suitcase and everything else. But she's a very smart girl. And I think that some type of particular cause that that it's another story behind that money. I don't think it was just well, let me put it in his name. I don't think she's that dumb to put it in somebody else's name without it being some type of significance to the, you know her backstory. Yeah. I can agree with what? you on that because I I ain't lying that you, you that's a valid point that that money is specifically for something because I whoo okay that makes sense as opposed to all the rest of the money we see her collecting that's not going to the bank that particular deposit is for a purpose yeah. right. That, so I mean, let, let's let's just back up just a tad bit. So what we see her do is she's dirtying up the money. She's making it look like it came from the strip club, and then in the next scene we see her at the bank depositing the money. And uh, bank manager or whoever, I guess she's the bank manager because she's not at the teller. The bank manager is counting the money, and you know she's kind of sizing it up, and she's like, "Oh, the, the bank must be doing real good down there," you know. And then she's like, "Well, you know how niggas are about the new girl or whatever." She's like, "Yeah, right. me and my." Both know that. So the the the, the bank manager is kind of salty because her husband goes to the bank and right, you know, right. stripper here, you know, with all this money, and I'm working a nine to five, and this bitch coming in and depositing twenty eight thousand dollars because that's how much it was on the bank statement. It was twenty eight thousand. It was that much. It was twenty eight thousand. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, she for first of all. The bank teller, uh, manager, banker, whatever she is, she's salty. She got to calm down. She got to relax. Because it was for your dusty ass girl. Yeah, you, hey, you got you to relax. Because your husband went there, spent y'all hard-earned money, and this, that, another. You got to relax. So, like I said, man, I just think that, um, I just think, like, from the beginning of that scene, I just was like, yo, what the fuck is she doing with this money, and why is she? But as it moved along, I just was like, Oh, that's what you're doing with exactly. The yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I'm proud of Autumn. Go, Autumn, go. <laughs> you always, you always, DJ, me and you actually it was $28,675 and some change is what it was. Damn. Um, okay. 
DJ, you always me and you usually be on the same page. So I'm disappointed that you're going up for the pussy. Thing, but... That's why I'm laughing because I'm like, I'm like, we finally got a dude on here that's gonna have a different opinion. Cause you know, up until now, DJ, it's been either me and retro or me Paris and retro. So like he needed he needed this. He needed this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I will say this. I will, I will say this. I don't dislike Autumn's character as much as I do Tasha St. Patrick. So, oh my god, I will give, I will give Autumn the credit. We on a whole nother show, golly, she can't, smart girl. No, I'm sorry, that's right. She can't live, even she in jail and everything. Got her weave taken off. She in there and some stuff and some go back braids. Like you can't even leave her alone. Like no, oh. I can't leave Trash her alone. I can never leave Trash her alone. She's she's she's, she's oh, terrible. Man. Anyway, next scene. <laughs> the next scene we see uh Mercedes is at her spot, you know, uh-huh. what soon to be her gym. And uh, you know she's kind of envisioning what the gym's going to be like. You know mm-hmm. the girls are in their costumes, they're dancing or whatever. So she's just picturing how everything's going to come together in her mind. She's excited at this point, like my my dream is getting ready to come to fruition. Mm-hmm. And we see her uh, that's talking to the uh, realtor or the broker, and she kind of like throwing a little shade. You know she was like hating a little bit, like mm-hmm. uh, what kind of gym you opening up? You know we need that, but you know ain't nobody gonna come to it. Like. I, I get that she was trying to give her constructive criticism, but at the same time, it was like she was kind of pissed on her dream. That yeah, she like this gonna bring in money, like. But in the grand scheme of things, how is this gonna earn income? As opposed to she wants to stop dancing, and she wants to do this full time. I mean, the realtor is kind of right. This ain't gonna pay the bills. Well, um, I mean, she'll make because I said the same thing. But when she started explaining, when she was like, she gonna have people paying membership. They're gonna, you know, you know, that's big money. When those um dance troops they get to touring, they do make money. Like they go to competitions and they get to be known or whatever. They get sponsorships and stuff like that. But she's definitely gonna have to do more. Like have she's gonna have to have classes and all kinds of stuff. Like she's gonna definitely have to run a whole dance studio. You know, and now that's what now that's why I was leaning more towards now. If she ran a full fledged dance studio and even did pole dancing classes, she probably would bring the money in. Um, she could make a lot of money so, off of that. Let me tell you something. Them housewives, that same bank teller at the bank, she'd be the first one in class. Yeah, I'm trying to learn. I'm gonna keep my husband home from getting taking my money down to the bank. Well, I tell you who her first student need to be Pussy Fair. Pussy Fair need to come oh, in and oh, oh, dance oh, classes. Get <laughs> just trying to get her. Get from the last week. Get just trying to get her some classes. From the last week. <laughs> she need to class. Here's my, here's my take on the, uh, what is it, like a majorette course? Yeah. It's like a majorette class. So here's my so here's my take on the majorette class. Um, I do think there's, there's like, uh, there's money that could be brought into it. I Like, I'm not really sure how much. I don't know if the 20000 that she was, uh, I don't know if the twenty thousand, the dough that she was coming up with was the, just a down payment. And how much you owe after that, you know, to balance, you know, to try to balance that out and try to create some type of income, you know, to take over overhead and all that other type of stuff. Right. But well, I look, at, look it. at it. Go ahead. But when I look, but when I look at it, you you talking about a, like a major red was something similar to Chile. You got to spend money on your uniforms. You got to spend money on yeah. this. You got to spend money on that. You got to right. spend money on traveling. You know, you, that stuff adds up. And then once you, you know, add the money on the top to help pay for those bills, you can get that done. I also think that she got the back end and she would have the support of 
the of her ex coworkers or ex colleagues and peers to maybe generate some type of some type of traction in that building beyond the girls that she just got. So I think I think it I think it'll work out. Well, I think the twenty k wasn't all just for the down payment because it's just like buying a house. You know, she probably had to put a percentage of the loan down. Um, right. For the um, the building, and then of course maybe the other ten would would be operating expenses. You know, getting getting the studio, you know, redesigned, and you know her overhead. Because I mean, technically she wouldn't really have much overhead since since it's going to just be her. So I really do think that the the money was a twofold. It was probably a down deposit for the uh, the secured loan, and then you know probably get herself set up, get the girls their costumes and stuff like that to get her going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, she's gonna have to figure it out. But I think I think the one thing that we, we see is that she thought it through. Like it's not no you know, she thought it through. Because even in her vision, even in her vision, we see how she foresees it coming together. So she's definitely operating with a plan. She's not she's not half caught. She's right. not on the brain scheme like yeah. you know, this is what I think it should be. This is how I know it's gonna be. I think she'd be good, man. Because I mean, even in, in a real life situation, you know, uh, transferring that that scene over to real life, uh, the majorettes when I was in high school, you know, they would go on different tours and different ventures or whatever, and it was just fundraising for them in order to get they you know stuff together. They did the Thanksgiving parade, Christmas parades, and stuff like that in order to get you know get what they need and not drain the school of you know even though this is not no school or anything like that, but. I can see her using that mentality or using that blueprint in order to manifest that into a business, you know, that a lucrative business for for herself. And you know, if, if it don't work, pole dancing, lap dances, and all types of stuff like that shit. You know, lap dancing, wine, that shit would sell out the door, out the gate, and uh, the bank teller would be right there. And all even that. the pole dancing classes would sell out, right? Yeah, so would. all that. Yeah, all that. Yeah, I can see that happening. Um, it ain't it. She got it. I like Mercedes, though. I mean, she she's she's on her grind. You know, she's a woman with a goal, and she's trying to work towards that goal. You know, she's beyond the strip. She is. She can be a little bitchy sometimes, but she she good with with good reason to be. She has good reason to be. Mm. <laughs> moving on, moving along, moving along, <laughs> moving along. I ain't gonna start with you tonight. I'm about to start with you tonight. Oh, so man. in the next scene, we see Ricky Witch, um, her mama, at the uh, bank at the drive-through. Um, she's withdrawing the money, but not only is she withdrawing the money from the uh, church account, but she's closed that account. Yeah, she cleaned Why? the account out. Why? Because she pissed off at the pastor. Remember, I think you did, so, you, you missed the did you miss the, did you miss the part? Did that happen already? Where? She tried to preach, yeah. and he pulled her out the pulpit. Or was that later? No, on? that hadn't happened yet. Oh, okay. but no, My what bad. happened? What happened previous to that was remember she wanted to do the revival when he was out for the revival, and he pretty much told her, "Ain't no a woman right. preaching in my church." Yep, exactly. So she she was going up. to get Mercedes money. She was legit going to get that twenty thousand for Mercedes. I think that's what it was. And then remember that feather was in her was fell in her eye. That damn feather. And what she was, was like, feather? "That's a sign." She said, "What was the sign. feather?" Well, well later on, she says it was the angel feather. 
What was the uh, feather? Okay, okay. I remember seeing the feather. I'm gonna tell you what the feather was. She need to stop wearing all that cheap ass church lady shit. That's uh, what. Uh, stop anyway. wearing all cheap ass. But because remember, it happened. <laughs> it happened the first time when she was with the pastor, and he was flirting with her or whatever, and he was right. like, "Oh, let me get that out your eye," and it was a feather. Oh yeah, that is right. So this is the second yeah. time that feather. That's right. the second the time the feather. Yeah. Yeah. Stop wearing the old cheap ass church lady hats, and she won't be yeah. getting all that shit all her face. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know what I, you know what I think about her Mercedes Mile, and you know I'm just gonna get my take on it real quick because I went on other episodes. I think this is one of the moms who is so, like she like, she's one of the moms that is almost like she try to wash away her wrongs through the church, but she still does wrong, and she's just so embarrassed, but not embarrassed by her daughter's decisions and like to become a stripper and this that, and the other when really. It seemed like her mom belonged to the streets too, damn near. Yeah, it sounded like, like you yeah. were ready to get like you was ready, like you was ready to get a pastor, whatever the pastor needed in order for you to get to where you needed to go, you know, or whatever. And then you go into church and say your five Hail Marys, and then you just go on about your day. Like you like, you know, you she's a dirty, dirty church woman, which is with the stories that you hear about all the time. I, I don't necessarily mm-hmm. want to put that on her that she's a dirty church lady. We, we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but I'll go ahead and revisit it again because we're seeing more character development with her. I do believe that she is, I said this last episode, that I think that she's using Mercedes to um, to further her own personal agenda. But I think part of her wants to kind of right her wrongs because we're getting snippets of what kind of mother she was growing up. So I think she's trying to use this, I'm saved now. Um, to kind of right her wrongs of her upbringing with Mercedes, but she's going that about it the, the wrong way. Right, she's she's going about it the wrong way. I think that shit's a cover up, but <laughs> we we'll, we'll see. But what we see in this scene is a homeless man comes up and throws a quarter in a car, and um, and um, I guess that was a sign from God that she needed to be preaching because the. Because um, her boy, the homeless guy, the homeless guy made a comment about, "Oh, uh, you sing so nice. Uh, I'll come and see you in whatever church you at. What church are you at? I'll come every Sunday to see you, whatever." So that in the feather was kind of like a message to her, where she took that as a message that you know, this is my call. This is what I need to be doing. And so the people behind her in the line are pumping the horn for her to get the fuck out of the line. And she was and like, she cusses them out. He cussed him out. She was like, have a, a blessed fucking day too, bitch. And I'm like, damn, church lady. Exactly. And that goes back to what yeah. DJ just said. You ain't all that much of a church lady. Hey, no, she exactly. belongs to the streets. I, I agree with him on that. She definitely belongs to the streets. But again, you know, she's exploiting her daughter, but then trying to use the church as a means to communicate a message to her daughter that, oh, you're just you're just terrible. You're a terrible person because you dance, you strip, but I have no qualms about coming here and getting this booty money. Right. Exactly. But, which which is kind of like what to do in the beginning of the scene. Yeah, you dance, take your clothes off. But I have no problem coming here and watch it. Watch now, you, you take, dance, your take your clothes off. You dance, take your clothes off, but I have no problem taking your money right to my benefit of, of, of this, which I deem as a sin. Yep. Right. I mean, this... I, She's scheming, like it's like it's like to me it's like to me it's yeah to me this to me it's a whole scam. That's it. Yeah, because you remember that scene where she was crying, where she was down on her knees and 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 praying and crying and carrying on. As soon as Mercedes handed her that bag of money, she shut the fuck up and got up. She was good. 
But yeah, I'm gonna say good. this, and and I think I think you know retro kind of pushed. He was he didn't really necessarily agree. I think she really does think she's called by God. Like I think that she thinks this is her ministry. I really believe that in her heart. Now, do I think that she that it's true? No, but I think she thinks she's supposed to have a church. Like I I really think she's convinced herself of that. I'll give think, you that because I, I think so too. Because now that I think about it, and and the more he said, the more it kind of sits on my head. Most people who are called to ministry come from a, a a checkered past, you know. Just most people who have been saved or who have went through something in life and decide to call to the ministry ha- have a story to tell. Right, so, and let me for, be clear: that, everybody that's called that thinks they call wasn't really called. But I think she mm-hmm. does think she's called. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it, what, I think I think I think it's just you. Now that y'all have tied that together in a nice little bundle, I I I I I have to agree with that because that feather does seem to keep appearing. You know, mm-hmm. where it's originating from, we don't know, but you know, she seems to think that that's a message from God that hey, this is what you need to be doing. So right, because the know. pastor that the pastor of the church seemed like he got a little thug in him. He he belonged to the streets too. And, he yeah, he to the too. and that's he, why yeah, I'm like, and, and that's why I'm like, Patrice got something coming. I mean, she already got a piece of it, but she got something else coming when uh pastor figure out what happened. Like she got something else coming. You don't think that's the end of them? No, no, no. What I'm saying is he got a little thug in him. You don't think he's gonna come looking for her when he realized she closed the account and took what little bit of money they had in the account? Mm-hmm. I mean, just, going, I mean, probably going to steal half his congregation when she do get the church up and going. Yeah, she's going to take some yeah. of people. Yeah, and I think, and I think, well, first of all, she's just disingenuous. Like the whole church yeah. thing or whatever. Like, like I said, she's using that as a crutch. She used her moral compass, which she deemed fit, in order to spread what she felt at the time. But she do whatever it is that she needs to do in order to get to where she got to go. Even if that means, even if that means backstabbing the whole congregation, she feels as though that she's, she feels as though that that's, or she I don't knows feel like she's that she's backstabbing the congregation. I say if that, I say if that means that she has to do that. I'm not saying that's what she's doing, but if that means that she have to, mm. I think she would do it. There, there is a sense of dichotomy with her because if she wants to do the right thing, as far as, uh, uh the church is concerned. She wants to give um, the patrons of the church a good experience. Uh, she she seems to want to use her gifts of song to send the message out to the congregation. I don't think she's doing it for monetary reasons. I, I think she's just simply doing it because going back to what uh, uh, Crystal was saying, that she really does feel like she's been called to do this. So there's a little dichotomous going on with her because she's 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 representing something that's good, but she's opposed to what's happening around her. Um, she feels like she needs to be preaching and she needs that opportunity. And mm-hmm. whatever way she's going to go about getting that opportunity, she's going to get it. You know, she's a disingenuous slut bag, and she was about to get ready to give. She was about to get ready to give passage at WAP. Yeah, she was. She had to go. Yes, she was. She was slut bag. That's what she, she is. She is. 
don't talk about that church lady like that. Okay. <laughs> don't talk okay. about God. Will not be pleased if you talk about that church lady okay. like that. Don't talk hey, about God, like hey, God, God know her heart. Okay. <laughs> not God know my heart, though. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are so stupid. So in the next scene, we see Gidget try to teach uh, Pussy Fairy how to um, work the pole. Stop, doing, stop saying that, especially while I'm drinking out my red cup. <laughs> okay. Autumn. <laughs> so we see that um, Gidget is trying to teach Autumn how to um, do pole dancing, and mm-hmm. um, the 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 curious part about it is she's she's she wants to give up. I can't do it. I don't have enough strength to do it. But when she was lit on the, on on that uh, liquid courage, right? That liquid courage on that pole, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Probably get up on that pole, but now she's scared of it. <laughs> well, because she because well, her ass fell. Well, see, I think I think that's it. Like, like I think that scene was teaching her the difference between being a stripper and an exact dancer. Right, 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 right. And there is, and a I difference. think that's what, she, and I think that's what she was trying to teach her. Like, well, okay, if you're on this pole, it's more than just bending over and just twerking. Right. You know, like you could anybody can bend over. This works. Yeah, anybody can, she can bend over and shake the ass. It's actually, uh, is actually a technique to it. Right. So in that same scene, we see that uh, Mississippi shows up with her baby in tow, um, and they're getting ready to go down to the Dollar Tree, <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's a like that's a department store. So they get ready to go down to the Dollar Tree to get the decorations for uh, Mercedes' last dance. So they're getting ready to get the club together, and get everything together for um, Mercedes' last dance. Uh, Clifford comes in and she pretty much kind of beg him to watch the baby. He's like, "No, I'll take your baby with you." And I don't blame him for that because you know, Thanks. you know, every once in a while, you know, that's fine. But at this point, she's bringing the baby to the club all the time. But <laughs> remember, I mean? but remember, she told Gidget about what she overheard about the casino and stuff. Was mm-hmm. that in that scene? Yeah, that was that scene because remember that's the first time. Because remember, she overheard everything because she was laying in the VIP half sleep. Or whatever she was yeah. doing, and so she was telling Gidget that you know the club was in trouble. Because remember, Uncle Clifford took when he came through there. Uncle Clifford took Autumn with him back to the office, and when they went that's back right. to the office to talk, um, that's when she told Gidget that the club was getting ready to close, and that there was a casino coming. And Gidget was like, "What? Like, ain't nobody say nothing? Like, what's going to happen to us?" And that was where. And remember, by the time later on that night, it had gone all through the club that the club was closed. Yeah, so and so, uh, yep, you're absolutely right. And so, um, the next thing you see, uh, Clifford uh, got Autumn in the back, and you know, Autumn is talking to him. And once again, we see how smart she is because she's trying to school Uncle Clifford, like, "Yo, they going to take your club? Like, yeah. your club is getting ready to foreclose. They're going to take your club. You're not going to get shit." You know. So I'm really curious to find out what her backstory is going to be. I can't wait for us to find out what her backstory is, but I think in her past life she has dealt with money and real estate. I have a theory, like but we'll I'll wait till we get there. Um, but yeah, she she tried to put some knowledge on him. So what y'all think about that? Because yeah. I felt like that she was really being genuine at that point. You know, she was, and I found it interesting that in that moment. For whatever reason, again, Uncle Clifford must have figured that she's not that she's smart because he sought her out to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. And he also checked her on the pictures. That's when we found out that it wasn't just her pictures that yeah. were on the computer, but he had um, pictures of everybody pretty much. 
Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. So that kind of brought her back to reality that, okay, he isn't here stalking me. Right. Because, you know, uh, DJ, what me and uh, Crystal was saying that, you know, when she was about to get her pussy fairy stretched out um, and her back cracked, when but she, she saw didn't. the pictures on the lap, she was about to. Uh, <laughs> she wanted to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, man. You're so stupid. <laughs> she freaked out. She got freaked out when she saw the pictures because she thought that, yo, is this dude who he really say he is, or is he here for me? Is he looking for me? Whatever. So I think in that reality, in that moment, she got back to reality. Like, okay, yeah, everything's legit with him, man. You know, he wasn't here for me mm-hmm. or whatever. And then in the next scene, there's your boy Mayor Ruffin. Um, Crystal, your boy Mary Ruffin and his godson are at the office and they're doing a presentation for the investor for the investment group, you know. Uh, uh I guess it's a progress report, you know, giving them an update right. on, you know, right, because they got a on. certain amount of time to get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I looked at that as a, a progress report on where they were at or acquiring the properties that they needed for the casino. And um what is the chick name? What is her name? Eloise. Eloise, which is the mayor's secretary, is there with them. Right. You know, they're just kind of having a conversation about the pink. And that's when we find out that Andre, who's doing dirty work, but wants, that's still trying to do right by everybody. Right. He tried to um, get Uncle Clifford some money. Yeah. He's like, why don't y'all just make an offer? And they're looking at him like, no, it's getting ready to go into foreclosure. Why would we pay him money? We can get the club for free down here. Right. Right. So I thought that was kind of shady right there. But um, in that scene, we see old dirty-ass mayor um, kind of went off on his his secretary, like his helper, like told her to get the fuck out. Yeah, you know? talk like, to her like shit, yeah. Yeah, he talked to her like shit, treated her like shit. That's why I'm glad she did what she did because, yeah, he was just like ruthless to that. But lady, you always no knew reason. it was more to her story because they always showed, like they always featured her in a, in a small way, but enough to know that she was more than just an extra. And like you knew, yeah, you knew there was something definitely. with her. Yeah, you knew there was, yeah, a, story. was, she was connected to somebody. It was a backstory that had to come with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought and, at that point, I thought maybe they were just sleeping together, and she was giving him that look like, "Oh, you talking to me like that now, but you ain't gonna be talking to me like that later." Like that, I thought that's what that was—that they were sleeping together. I thought so too, because you remember that episode where they had the car wash, and Uncle Clifford, uh, so, "Oh, you the new mayor's secretary? How do you take dick?" He was like, right. He was like, how you take dictation? Right, exactly. Because once again, hey, yo, I was bugging when I saw that. Yeah. He said, how you take dick? <laughs> so, you are terrible. so the next scene, I'm lit with y'all tonight. So the next scene, we see Mercedes is at home, you know, getting ready for her night. She's getting all her floss together, her her stripper gear. She's getting all her shit together, packing it up, whatever, you know, because tonight's supposed to be her last dance. Mm-hmm. So, in the meantime, she called her mama all day. Looking for his money, waiting for his money. Where, where his money. where his money? Where his money at? So, what's your thoughts on money? That? Well, where I told money? you from the first oh. episode that I didn't think Mercedes was going to see no parts of that money. Like, I never and I didn't think that she believed was gonna she was going to get that either. money. I didn't and think it was going to be... Well, I, I thought she would make it to the last dance, but I thought it was going to end up not being her last dance. Cause like I said, I knew her mama wasn't gonna give her that money. <laughs> like, like you coming also back? Also in that scene, also you know, in that scene, from... we saw her go into Terika's room, the room that she yeah. has prepared for her daughter. I thought that was a very special moment to know that you know she really does want to be a mother, and she's she's struggling through that because 
her child here. Here she has prepared this room for her child that she's never stayed in. I think. I, I think with the twenty, I, I don't think. I don't think she was ever gonna see that money either. I thought she was gonna say like the church took it. You know, I really don't have it. I only right. got a portion of it. You know, or whatever, whatever. And then you know, the deal was gonna be able to go through because. You know, she didn't made this promise. I got this, you know, I got this money for this building or whatever. She told the realtor, I got this money for the building right. or whatever. I knew something was going to happen to the point where the mom was going to be able to produce the money. Because I thought the money I was did. gone. I thought they had spent it. I didn't think the money was there. You know what but, I'm saying? You know, but, but, you know, I just was like, I also was like, nah, this can't, if, if this, I thought it would be Mercedes' last dance. I did, but I thought she would still have some type of tie into the into the club because she still got to figure out a way of getting the money. But I just thought that mm-hmm. maybe it wouldn't. I just thought like this is gonna be her last dance because of the way she'll be going out. Like everybody showed up. You had people taking off ankle braces to put it in on dogs. You had. <laughs> Everybody, everybody had showed up, you know, and showed and showed out waiting for Mercedes' last dance. So I really thought, like after, like after that, with that type of showing, you can't turn back on that. I knew that she wasn't going to make it to the last dance. I didn't know what happened was going to unfold. I just knew that it was going to be a roadblock that would prevent her from leaving that club. Mm-hmm. I always thought. Initially, I thought it was going to be that she was going to make up for her mind on her last dance that I'm not going to leave up Clifford like this. Because you remember, they've had conversations up this point. She knows that the club is struggling. She knows that she's the headliner that, you know, I'm going to leave him fucked up. So I, I felt like she was going to come to the conclusion that I can't leave right now. You know, right. she was still going to do the gym, but continue to dance as well to try to help Uncle Clifford get out of the uh, bind. But, um, when she goes to the room with Terrica, she she tries to call Terrica. That's when she hears the voicemail that Terrica's on punishment for the. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was classic black mama. I, yo, that was some classic black mama shit right there. Like I'm a, I'm gonna put on your voicemail so that all your friends know that you are not answering this phone. Oh, that was classic. <laughs> you on punishment, right? This is Terrica's mama. She is on punishment. Don't call this phone. That is some classic black mama said. Yeah, most definitely. Been that done that. Maybe not on the cell phone, but in other aspects. So call a house. I forget the phone. He on punishment. Call him in seven weeks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I remember them days. But yeah. So the next thing we at the church and Aunt Esther is going up at the church. She got the whole church lit. She's doing her offering song. Um uh, yeah, Aunt Esther. Uh, she's doing her offering song, and uh, she's just turning the crowd out. And you see the pastor and the elders in the um, pulpit. They mad as fuck. They 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 are mad as fuck. They like you know they try to take the mic from her. They try to shut her up. And eventually, he gets mad as fuck and just like yoke her up. He just yanked her body. <laughs> he should have. Uh, he said, "Ain't no woman gonna be preaching at my church." So surprised that wig ain't slide off. And she's like, yeah, this is how you treat all your church hoes. So right then and there, we know that the pastor's dirty. She knows that the pastor's dirty. She just called him on the shit. Like, yeah, you tell all your church hoes this, whatever. So you just basically use me. So in that moment, I think she realized that 
the pastor was just telling her what she wanted to hear to get a pussy wet and to make her think that she was going to get an opportunity to minister at his church. And really, he had no intentions on ever letting her minister. So what did y'all think about that? Well, in that moment, I thought, I said, okay, this could go either two ways. Either A, she going to really give her... For the spot. She going to really give her daughter that money because she realizes that this pastor ain't shit and she been, you know, she been basically doing all this just to get in his good graces and it's never going to happen. Or B... She gonna do double time to prove her loyalty, to prove that she's good enough to preach. And I was like, it's one of the other is about to happen right now. I clearly I did feel it, like but... that too. I felt like that was gonna be the catalyst to uh give Mercedes the money. Like she realized that yeah, I, I I've been going against my daughter for you, and my daughter really wanna take this money and do something good with it. Let me give her this money. I never dreamed that what unfold. Yeah, I ain't see that happened. one. I ain't see that coming I in a million years. I thought she was gonna bust it open in the office. I did too. I, I did too. Bust, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I thought she was bust it open in the office. I Especially thought, like, when she made that comment about you do this to all your church holes. Yeah, I, I that's what, I, for I, that spot. I, I thought she was gonna bust it open in the office and you gonna keep busting it open as many times as she need to in order to solidify that spot because it seemed like it was heading in that direction. You know, from previous conversations that yeah, you know, going back to the feather or whatever, she had that look in right. her eyes, and he had that look in his eyes, but she was like, Yo, it's just a feather. I try to say, Yeah, bitch, but you know, whatever. Um, that, that that's that's honestly, that's honestly what I thought. I thought that, uh, like when when she was going in, when she was getting her hymnals going. And and all and every getting the the congregation riled up and all that type of stuff. I thought that she was trying to prove a point that she could do it. I still thought it was disingenuous. She did. She but did. I thought she was trying to prove a point that she can do it and she does make a good fit and she does make a good fit for the church. Going mm-hmm. back to the last episode where they told her that she couldn't, I think uh, Esther was using that opportunity to sh- prove them wrong. That no, I actually mm-hmm. can. Yeah, and you're right. And and they were mad as fuck about that. It was like, no, you can't. You won't. But she was doing it though, even though, she even was, though I think, was. even though I still think it was this and she was, they was doing it though. So that's kind of cut her off. With Crystal, like, when Crystal says that in her mind, she really does think that she's been called to do this because look at the reception. Like I get the crowd going, you know, I got this church turned out. I get people turning in the offering. She's a gospel hype man. That's what she is. I yeah. wouldn't believe. I'm not gonna believe none <laughs> of that shit that she's good that she's spewing out. She's a gospel. Hype man, and you know, and, and it takes, and it takes, and that's what they do. It just takes a pastor that's a little bit more genuine, and they also get to get the congregation going with their words. And she proved that she could do it. I, I can take away, I can take that away from her or anything like that. But she proved that she could do it. But he was kind of being a, uh, uh, I don't want to say a male chauvinist or a misogynist. I don't want to say that, or maybe I should say that. But he just was like, it didn't know There's woman was going to be. There's yeah. some chauvinistic undertones with his yeah. approach to her. Because, he I mean, like, he flat out told her that a woman is not going to preach in my church. So it's not even about her. I don't care how good you are. Yeah, I don't care how good you are. It's not happening. Yeah, it was definitely some sexism. It was definitely, because he told her point blank, like, no woman is going to come out my pulpit. Like, point blank, yeah. period. Yeah. Yeah. So in the next scene, we at the pink, and we're in the Mercedes room now. We see the coach there uh, giving Mercedes a foot rub. And basically, you know, telling her that, you know, I won't be here tomorrow for your last dance. You know, he, he wanted to give her a send off. You know, he gave her a gift. He gave her, uh, uh, which was kind of cliche, 
but he gave her a chain, you know, a diamond crest chain with her name in it. She like that's, that's all I get. Hot, though. I love, I like that joint. I was like, okay, okay. She, she said that's all I get. Though she was, she want them ducats. <laughs> she want them stacks. Yeah, she wasn't impressed, but I liked it. I she was not impressed at all. <laughs> she want them stacks, but he still, um, you know, trying to um, convince her to, you know, come back to Memphis with him. You know, she ain't having that shit. She know that, you know, I'll never fit in your world. And you right. won't fit in my world. So, you know, let's just keep this what it is. You my customer. Right. I'm your dancer. You know, we say goodbye. So, we at the club now. The girls are in the dressing room getting ready for the night. Clifford comes back and, you know, he's trying to get a girl to line up who's going to be dancing what tonight or whatever. And, um, you know, gives right. in her feelings a little bit. You know, she yeah. had her feelings about what Mississippi had told her earlier, and she confronts Uncle Clifford about it in front of everybody. Like, damn, she put Mississippi on blast. He's <laughs> like, where you heard that shit from? She's like, the club going down, you ain't even tell us? Right. So, what you think about that? Um, I, I mean, I think that he was just trying to protect the interests of the... He didn't want the girls thinking he about that. He didn't want everybody upset for no yeah. reason. Yeah. Yeah, he's about still going to fight for the club. He's not ready to let the club go yet. So in his yeah. mind, I'm not going to lose the club. Yeah, you know? and then his pride kind of, you know, pride is a bitch. You know, it's one of the daily sins. Your pride getting away, you don't really want to put put it out there that you, you know, in, in that type of struggle too. So, you know, I look at it from both, both aspects. He didn't want to put that on the girls and, you know, his pride was in the way. He don't want to face that reality himself yet. He's, he yeah. doesn't for that. He's he's not ready to let go yet. He's not ready to give right, up. Right, right. He's not. Yeah. yeah. And the thing I still is like to know too, where the fuck the money at, but yeah. Right. And the thing is too with Mercedes, it's like keep your mouth shut. Like what the hell. <laughs> but that's but when yeah. um Mercedes came in. Well, I meant Mississippi. Keep your mouth shut. But that's when Mercedes came in, and she <laughs> left the slip up that basically she knew. <laughs> but see, that goes back to Mississippi age, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, like y'all said y'all, earlier, you know, Mississippi yeah, a little bit younger. Like, she probably could have said something to Cliff, like, "Yo, are you gonna tell the rest of the? Are you gonna tell the rest of the class that we might have had nowhere to work pretty soon?" Like, he could, like, she could, she could approach that a little bit different. But she definitely showed her age a lot, you know, through each episode. Yeah. So in the next scene, we got um, the Pussy Fairy shows back up at um, um, Andre's hotel, where they're in the parking lot at this point. Uh, what did you think she was going there for? Do you think she was really going there to apologize? I think she was going there to. I think she realized that she had done something. I don't know. I, I'm I'm conflicted with this scene because what did she go there for? I think she her work did. wasn't done. That's what I think. I, I think her work wasn't done. I think she just got spooked out. When she saw her picture, so in, in other words, in she there. still want fuck him. I, I don't. I don't think necessarily that. Do I think that she has somewhat of an attraction to him? I do think that, but I also think that it started off with Uncle Cliff pretty much blackmailing her. Like you know, you need to you need to get this done, or this is going viral, or whatever. And it kind of led into it. Kind of led to something else. She didn't bust it open for him yet, uh, Chris. And I'm not even going to say she's going to bust it open for him. So she made the nigga with, come on the phone. She don't bust it open for him. That's his fault. <laughs> I'm about to say that's her fault. That's on him. That's his fault. He he answered the phone. 
Yeah. <laughs> he the one that did John what she told him to do. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's the fault that, of his wife. That is that is his that is his fault. She did he got the wrong. She did what she did what she needed to do to but protect that's her why interest. She's a pussy fairy. To protect that's her the interest. Fuck why she's a pussy what else fairy. was she going to do though, Chris? What else is she going to do? She ain't had no business taking her ass over there, period. She don't fuck this man's job up. She don't fucked up his situation. Well, you going back over? She was getting now? blackmailed. He that was her means of getting money. What's she going to do? Nothing. He did it. Uh, she did it because she went over there and stole oh. something that she had no oh. business meddling in. <laughs> <I hate laughs> business. Disagree. She had no business. She had no business meddling in that shit at all. How about that? Oh man, Mind your business. No, but, his dumb ass. <laughs> no, his dumb ass didn't have no had no business leaving her in his computer. I would. Who does that? I was about to say, who does that? Who leaves the computer open for them to get on camera for the ex videos? You know you got stuff on there. You could go damn bitch, you ain't got no phone. You could have left. You could have left the cell phone. You could have been like, yo, hold on. You like? I'm about to say everybody, right? All of y'all watch porn on y'all phones. Like that's what y'all do. Definitely, definitely. So why would right? You don't need. I don't need. He wasn't thinking about that. Let you in my computer. The pussy fairy was happy. He wasn't thinking about that. He well, wasn't that's, thinking about on him. that's on him for being stupid. Yeah, right, so I, I whose fault is it? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So anyway, blame they... everything on her. Dang, go on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got a villain. I got to find somebody to be the villain. Somebody... <laughs> uh, but they do have an exchange there in the parking lot, and they kind of mm-hmm. have a Things like he goes off on her, like and I don't blame him for going off on her. He went off on her. Ain't he, he hit a nerve. He hit yeah. a nerve. Um, when he told her to take her ass home and be a mother instead of a thought, oh man, that killed her right there. That that was like her losing her child all over again when he said those words. So she goes right, fuck and off of course her. he had no idea that that was a trigger. You know, right. he was just angry. You know, he was angry, but yeah, that clearly was a trigger for her. And he's somewhat introverted, so I, I don't think he sees that she's grieving. I don't think he's even picked up on the fact that she's grieving. He's, I mean, that's how, went over his- how would he? Like, they not, you know Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, see, Autumn, and Autumn is hard to read anyway, so she's not an easy person to read. But I think like, he showed it in moments. She showed it in moments, even the first night when she ran out the club and she was having a little panic attack, and he asked her then, are, are you okay? I don't you know, mean she's so, grieving. I mean, that could be a million reasons why she came running out of a strip club, like you know what I'm saying. Like I don't know, I wouldn't have automatically like felt like she was, you know what I mean. Like I don't know if I would have picked up on any of that either, you know, that she was grieving. Yeah. But I, I guess with all the intimate moments that they had, I would think that he would have seen beyond sight that you know, you know, she's 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 on the run. Something is not right about her. You know, she's very mysterious. You know, she's very paranoid. You know, she's very. Um, but remember, secretive. he's hiding his own secrets. He ain't got time to worry about hers. He he's trying to keep his secrets in. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. First of all, first of all, he fell in love with a stripper. You you, you got to look at it. Not a stripper. Look at it. Look at it. She is a stripper. <laughs> she she a is. Stripper. A, she is a stripper. She's not an exotic she dancer. She's, she she's not. She's not an exotic dancer, but she's definitely <laughs> a stripper. She shakes her ass. She's not a stripper. She's a. Are we really? Stripper. Are we really arguing semantics? It's the same damn thing. Like, <laughs> however, how, however, he 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 start catching feelings. He start he start catching feelings for her because, like we said, no person in their right mind is going to let them. I don't, I wouldn't do nothing like that on my own on my 
on my work computer. I wouldn't even go on porno on my work computer. Just off the strength of it's my work computer. This is where I work from. I'm not going to go okay. do that. I'm not going to do that from that. You know, that's just common sense. But his mind was somewhere, was somewhere else. He got that dance from her or whatever, and she sold the fantasy. And she sold the fantasy. Have should 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 he have cussed her out the way that he did? Yes, he should have. I think yep. that, but he also got a step. He also got to take a step back and realize he put himself in that position to get exposed. You offered the exposure because you fell in love with a stripper. You don't give a person that you really just met the keys to oh, your actually. business like that. Yeah, you just don't. I think that was a. I think that was a dumb move. You was make you was misguided by your penis. You was so your, after- your your head got you the wrong way. So after he laid her the fuck out and um hurt her, he embraces her and takes her inside and she spends the night and he she wakes up the next morning, he's sitting there watching her like a creeper. <laughs> you know, he's just sitting there staring at her like you want some coffee. Right. That's the creepy. Did you sleep at all last night? Or did you sit in this chair and just watch me sleep last night? That's kind of make sure but... she don't get in get back in the computer. Probably so. <laughs> 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 like, oh no. But then she again, does explain to him about the the fact that you know her child is gone, and that's when he felt did. like you know he felt like an asshole. But you know it made some sense, so he was probably able to make some connections. Like, oh, I get it now. Oh, okay. How how much time has passed since episode one to now? How I much mean, time do you think has passed? Not uh, that long because Clifford only had he Uncle Clifford only had to the the end of the month to get the money, so it couldn't have been that long. So right. it's got to be a couple weeks. So in a couple weeks, she's 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 got enough money to deposit twenty eight thousand dollars in a bank account. She's went and bought mm-hmm. a little hoopty, and she's still in the next scene. We see her going around picking up more cash. I'm like, damn, yo, what is this scheme that she's running? Teach me. Right, teach me. Teach me. <laughs> so, teach me. Okay, did we miss? I, I don't know if we because I'm not looking at the notes, but we ain't got to it yet. No, you don't even do you know what part I'm talking about? The conversation that Mercedes had after she came in there and the girls realized that she knew Uncle Clifford was in trouble financially too. And then that conversation she had with Gidget and with Mississippi, where they were kind of like, You wasn't going to say nothing either, and she was like, What? Like. I told y'all a long time ago, stack your money. Like, it shouldn't matter whether the club is closing. Right. If y'all wasn't out, you know, buying bags and shopping, y'all would be good, too. And, you know, they had this whole thing. And then she kind of came for Gidget real, real, like, she hit Gidget talking about some, you know, strippers, something about about strippers when they washed up. You would know, Gidget, ask your mother. And, yo, that was deep. Yo, we haven't got to that part yet, but I mean, we we could talk about that. Oh my bad. That, I see. I thought I thought that. Okay, I thought that had already happened. See, that's not saying. My bad. My I bad. thought I thought that was all. I thought that was all the same. Me too. I thought that was know, all the transition same from the conversation when they when they brought up the 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 place was closing. Nah, nah, nah. Because uh, Mercedes wasn't there. She wasn't there that um in in that scene. She wasn't there in that scene. The next scene after after Autumn is back at the check cashing place getting more mm-hmm. money. Uh, is uh they back at the club? It's the night of the club, and um little murder and his crew roll up again, and you know diamond <laughs> diamond like get to the back little of the line. 
Diamond just ain't having it, yo. Diamond just don't play with nobody. But like, um, hey, that's my guy right there. Diamond said, "Damn, he Diamond, was all the smoke." Yeah, he with all the smoke. He ain't playing with nobody. <laughs> he with all of it. I mean, all of it. Um, so Uncle Clifford come out and let let his um little murder in to the club. Let him and his little entourage into the club. And then we see Mercedes pull up. She's still calling her mama. Begging right. for this money. Still looking no for answer. that money. Yep, mm-hmm. no answer. And then she gets a text. She gets a text from the realtor saying that I need this money tonight. Uh, somebody else is interested in the property, so get me this money. So now she's even more, you know, concerned that I can't get in touch with my mama. And so then you see the girls are getting ready for the night. And, um, you know, Mercedes comes in and, you know, they all kind of give her the cold show. She's like, damn, well, fuck y'all too. Then she opened her locker and, they, and you see a little memorial. They, well, I don't want to say memorial, but you want to see. We even say memorial. <laughs> right. But that was well, nice, um, though. They, but that was nice, though. The way, even though yeah. they were still mad at her, because they were still mad at her, but they still they they decorated the locker. And, yo, they dressed that, her for the night. Yo, I like that, how they yo, that flaw she had, it was everything. Pretty diamonds. Word. Yo, Jeezy, Chris Brown, pretty diamonds. <laughs> Word. Um, and then they dressed her for the night. I like that too. Yeah, they ordered her down, the, they put her clothes on her, laced up her boots, all that. That just shows how much respect that the girls had for her, you know, yeah. what she's yeah. been for them, you know. And then that's when they had an argument about the um club closing down and she knew about it. And that's when she kind of like, you know, said those ha- hateful things to uh Gidget. But Gidget was still upset with her because she tried to talk to her. And she's like, oh, damn, that bitch still in her feelings or whatever. And then she goes out, she walks the club, she walks the floor. And you could just, you could tell that uh, Mercedes owned that club. I mean, when she walked out there, you know, they were throwing money at her and she wasn't even dancing, you know. And then Lil Murder tried to slide his little new song to uh, DJ Never Scared. And he's like, man, I ain't finna fuck up her last dance. Are you crazy? <laughs> Uh, then she rolled yeah. up on Maine. Maine, man. Maine need to go back to Luke Cage. Maine and his little crew is in the club. <laughs> and, um, you know he played on Luke Cage. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maine and his little crew is in the club. You know, Mercedes kind of go over there and have a shot with him or whatever. And Lil Murder comes up, try to get her blessing to play the song. And what was that exchange all about? You know, because it almost felt like they were rival gangs. Like little murder was from one set and Maine was from another set. Like he instantly was offended by the as soon as little murder approached him. So, or was it I'm OG? You know, you need to respect me. You young blood, don't come in my space. Like that whole exchange was weird to me. I think it was more so like, don't you see I'm talking to her right now? Type shit. That's what I think it was. I don't think it was nothing more than that. Like, you know, my man was like a, a, a real, he seemed like he was a street dude. He already had the, you know, the ankle bracelet on. He already had like a chip on the shoulder or whatever. I think it was, a, I think it was a suck. I think it was some sucky shit. Cause I don't think little murder came off disrespectful at all. I don't think you know, so. Anything like that. But I just think that it was just like his, his, his mental was probably like, yo, you see, she's over here. Why you try to get her attention when you see she's over here type shit. Like you go go else somewhere because you ruined in the whole mood. Nigga. Nah. We don't know you. Go some go somewhere else. That's why I think that was. 
I, I, I still get the feeling like they're rival gangs. Because even when he made the reference about what he was wearing, it, to me, it just felt like I, I no, agree wholeheartedly I, with what I, you're saying, DJ. But I also think there's another element to that, that that's an uh, undertone. I agree with DJ. I think it was just a matter of this is a real thug dude and he's real big on respect and he felt like you walking up on here, you walking up on us like that, we don't know you. You ain't spoke, you ain't gay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I just feel like that was a moment of like 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 young blood, you need to respect how this works and, and you coming up yeah. in here. Like I didn't I didn't take it as nothing deeper than that. And that's why his boy later on was like, You let that nigga clown you, like you let him disrespect you. And he was like, right. Nah, like, we were just he was like it wasn't it. even like that. Cause I think what he really was, he was trying to roll up on Mercedes to get her to play his song. That's what it was, you know. Yeah, he was yeah that's to all get, it was. Yeah, that's all that was. I don't think it was nothing, but I think old boy was on some old extra shit. Honestly, I, that's what yeah, I, drunk I think. As fuck, drunk as fuck, little. Yeah, I think uh, it was a combination. I think it was know, a combination of out of the like house for the first days, time. But, you know, got yeah, got the fat and boy Mercedes his, is my girl. You know, yeah, in the strip yeah. club with his crew. Yeah, 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 I'm in the strip club and you know whatever. You know, it's like me and my crew is here, and then we got this off name, this off brand dude just walk up. You know what I'm saying in our circle. You know, right. and I just think that's just the way. I think that's just the way that he took it. I don't, you know, as far as him trying to clown what he wear or whatever. I saw what my man was wearing, and none of that shit was wavy. But anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, I digress. But I think that's all that was. So next scene, we see Mercedes' mama pull up and get out somewhere, and here I am thinking she's showing up for the. The last dance, but we don't see where she's going at the moment. Then we see uh, Mercedes go to the uh, back room and she give Big L the chain that uh, her regular had gave. And then they take mm-hmm. a picture together. And Uncle Clifford has some words with her, like, "Yo, uh, turn around, let me see that ass. That's how I want to remember you." Word. Um. And then um, we see um, her and Autumn have an exchange, you know, over the locker still. You know, <laughs> right, they still sniping at each other. <laughs> yeah, cat fighting. Team light skin. You don't back down. Right, and she said something to her about make sure you always know where the exit is or something. And and and, and Autumn was like, yeah, so you know how to crawl back in or some shit. I was like, ooh. <laughs> we do not back down. Let's go. But did she get a call from her mama, right? Yeah, she, she, got, got, a a, from... she got a call from her mom mm-hmm. and she was like, meet me at the, the Kroger. She was like, you know, and then she called the real Tim was like, we on our way. Like, my mother gonna meet me. We, we on the way. And she ran out. Like, you know, she ran out thinking it was gonna be a quick little exchange and she would still get back for her last dance. Right, and then in, then the next scene we see uh uh Pico, uh little murder homeboy just swole he swole up man just swole up man, and then when little murder come back you like you let them niggas punk you over there and all this shit, and he's like from what I hear you everybody punk and man what the fuck he say that shit what he man. say that hey, for? watch your, that hey watch up. your mouth yeah we should have watch your mouth you gotta relax because you way out of pocket I will sock the shit out of you in here that's you know he could. You know, that's what he did, though. You yeah, know, he was, but, he was he was crazy disrespectful. Yeah, he let him know. He, yo, he, yeah, that was a, that was it right there. And, and and the thing is, and so he ended up getting put out the club, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, you know, Diamond ain't playing that. That's going against the rule. Right. Hey, Diamond, I haven't be sitting in the back like I hope a nigga start fighting this bitch today. I wish a nigga would. I hope I a nigga all start the fight. <laughs> I don't want all the smoke. What are you talking about? He go yeah, he, up. 
Uh, but he had it coming though. I even yeah, even, even 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 his friends like you got to like you it, you there has to be a line drawn where you have to respect me as a person. Like that was just crazy disrespectful. Right. And, and then, but I felt like Pico, I felt like Pico deserved it because even when he was in the club the first time and he was making Autumn uncomfortable, you know, you were just doing too much. Right. That's the, right. Yeah. That's the same dude that disrespected Autumn that even started the whole yeah. thing. Because remember, that's when yeah. Lil Murder went chasing after because he was like, because again, Lil Murder is not that dude that he plays. Like he plays thugs, but he really ain't no thug. Yeah, I think I, I think this is my thing, little murder. Well, he was throwing up the I think, tamp, um, Pico think, and stuff. He threw well, them up. He did that. Now, oh. Daddy did that. <laughs> I, I, I think oh. this is what I think. This is what I think of him. I think he. I think he handles his business when it's time to handle his business. I don't think. I think when my man approached him when he walked into the circle with, you know, with Mercedes or whatever, that wasn't time to get busy. He would have got stumped out in that piece because he was with a whole squad. It was just him and his boy. He would have got stumped out in that piece. Yeah. Oh. So oh. Think, yeah. That would have been think, a oh. Yeah, that would have been an ass whooping on. Yeah, that would have been a whole nother level right there. So yeah. I, so I think, so I, so I think, I think he's a, I think he's a man. I think he's a man of integrity. I think he's that's a man. I think he's a man of integrity. That's what I think. He, he, is. he has integrity. Yeah, that's okay. what I think he is. I don't, I don't think, I don't think, I think, I think he handled his business when it's time to handle his business. I don't think, like, I don't think, like, the, the gangsters or gangsters would have jumped off in yeah. that circle because he was by himself. He really got stumped out. The lights came on. I totally agree with you when you say that he's a man of integrity. That's the that's the yeah. element that we've been looking for, Kirsten. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's that's what I that's that's what I that's what I feel he that's what I feel he is. He's not gonna disrespect job, the chick DJ. for no reason or anything like that unless he has a reason. He's not gonna disrespect the woman, you know, for no reason. He ain't gonna disrespect the dude for no reason unless a dude disrespect him. like that situation. That was cra- for, from your man's. That was way well. Apparently, he ain't his man to be talking like that. But right. somebody you thought you were his man, like you, you out, you, you out of pocket. You had to catch these covids one time. Yeah, you, you out of pocket. Lot. These hands gonna have to meet your face a couple of times. Yeah, that and, was a lot. You know, that was real disrespectful. Yeah. How he came at him. Yeah, yeah. You so, gotta, you gotta chill. So we get to the moment. <laughs> it's, 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 it's that moment. Yeah. It is that moment. We get to the moment where Aunt Esther, well, Mercedes pull up to her spot and she meet the realtor and, you know, she getting ready to put her stacks down. She think her mama there getting ready to put her stacks down. And come to find out Aunt Esther. No, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got to build that one up. The realtor, up was, the realtor was build like, right, the realtor was like, yo, I'm sorry. Because I'm going to go in. That other, that other um, buyer I was telling you about just put the deposit down. And she was like, no, 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 my mother on her way. Like, she got the money. She on the way. And next thing you know, who comes tipping out with the church hat on? Patrice. Honest. (laughs) Say, yo, 666. And old girl, and the funny thing was the realtor was cracking me up because the realtor, when she said mama, the realtor said, that's your mother? And the real she, she said, like, "Oh shit!" Right, she, she got, got the, the fuck hell on we needed. <laughs> <laughs> and, and even and even in that moment, she still tried to find a way. Mom, what you doing here? You put my stacks down for me. Right, <laughs> right. She thought her mother took care of her. She said, uh, "Mom, what you what the hell are you doing in my gym? This is my church. <laughs> Don't about your gym. This my and, church. Then, and then the mother hit her with God talk. See, no." Mm-mm. And it was funny because you could see that it took Mercedes a minute. Like it took a minute for that whole the situation process. to process. Yeah. 
And God like, told me to whoop your ass. And Lord told me to make my hands dead fast and punch in your fucking face. That must be what God said, because, honey, that ass whooping came quick. It took a second for it to compute, but it was like as soon as it computed, you saw it hit Mercedes' face. You saw it, and she was like, oh, hell no. Nah. And she commenced to whoop her mama's ass. Let me tell you something. And I, the and art I of portrayal. About it. The art of portrayal, I think, is something that her mom has mastered. I don't yeah. think that, like, like it's like, I, I think that first of all, I think she kind of took it light on her mom or whatever. Like, you've been doing this for how many years? I'm not even sure how many years that Mercedes been doing it. Seven, seven, seven years? Seven, yeah. seven years. So you seven years, you six, you spent seven years of your life sweating and getting and, and getting these drunk dudes this and that. I can only imagine. And then your mom, who you lent the money to in order to benefit her church, but she also degraded everything that you've done to get that money. She decides to take your hard-earned money that you lent to her or lent to the church to help and do something else with it? Not just no, something, oh, else. something else with it. Ain't no do nothing else with it. You take my money and you took my spot. So and you took the spot. Right. And, <laughs> right. Okay, you didn't just take my money. You took my spot <laughs> that spot. I was my dream. Right. You didn't just think you stole my money and my dream. Yep, that's it. You stole my money and my dream. Yep. Yo, listen. So you if you were my mom, you would have got plugged. You two ass If you were my mom in the streets, you would get plugged for something like that. What are you talking about? You didn't get plugged you for it. Yeah, what are you talking about? Like, like seriously. Oh, hey, 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 but, but listen, it, it, it's like, I, let, let me tell you, I, I, in the beginning, I didn't see that actually happening where she Hell would no. take the 20,000 and she would buy that building to get herself a church. I didn't honestly see that no. happening. I couldn't see that from a mile away. But once everything once everything started unfolding, I was like, okay, something is going on with this money. She's not answering the phone. It's another. She didn't ran off with the pastor or whatever, you know, and she tried to convince him with the $20,000. She probably busted it open with the tweet. I don't know. Yeah, but for her to go and do that, that is like I never saw it either. I didn't even the whole episode. Even the whole episode. We always we always thought that she was not going to get the money back, but never in our wild dreams did we imagine that she was going to put it down on her spot. Yeah, I I never saw it would be like that. I think it was expected of us for her to think that she was going to take the money and run. That yes, that yeah, Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, but to do what she did, Jim. That that just made a whole that put a whole nother layer of betrayal on top of the head. She needed that ass drug. She needed that ass. I'm sorry. I don't condone anyone um um being disrespectful and physically disrespecting their parent or anything it, like that. But at this it, point, you my mama no more. You dead to me. Just like it, you is told nothing, me. It, it, it is nothing right. It is nothing righteous about what she did, or you know, this and uh, you know, right. whatever. She she sit here and say, Oh, this is my calling. Thou shalt not steal. <laughs> she said, "This is this is the calling God wanted me to open the church, but probably not like God this." Or, you know, right. exactly. Right. Make God might have told you open fast, church, Lord. but God didn't tell you steal my money. Right? Hello. And, and this church grant my right hand with thunder, so I could go across this bitch face. 
with lightning. <laughs> because that, like, she she was way out of like she was way out of pocket. That was some foul shit. You can't sit here. You can't sit here and say, first of all, you was already critical of the way that I earned the money to help okay. your church out. Then after you, just, after you just been sitting here telling me how much a slut I am for dancing for it. And then you take the money and you take my spot talking about some this is what God wanted me to do is to get a church. You saw the lightness and you're gonna see a bunch of lights. Red, white, and blue, bitch, when you the back of the EMS. I'm about to get yo, beat the brakes off yo. your ass. I just couldn't believe it. Like I when she came up out of there. I was like, no. Like, and then tipped on up out of there. Tipped on out there with a smile on her face. Tipped out there with no remorse. When the real, I'm going to tell you, when the realtor kept saying we got another buyer, I thought it was Andre. I thought it was one of the development people, too. I thought it was development people, yeah. Well, she said that when they first went to go look at the building, she said, you got to put your money down Because um, people are because buying up. People are buying mm-hmm. up everything now. So I just automatically assume that, yep, that's that real estate group. Yeah, that's what I thought. Right. I thought it was Andre. Right. Never in my wildest dreams did I think it would be her mammy. Because nope. at this point, she's a mammy. She's not her mama anymore. She's her mammy. She a bunch of things I could think of. Yeah, think I modest. got a whole lot of words for her. I got a lot of words yeah, you for be, her. You being modest, I could think of at least another 10 words I can call it. But, okay, I <laughs> uh, I however, like, <laughs> however, I just think that this is what, this is, there, I think she did every. If, if Mercedes had a husband, <laughs> I think she did everything wrong except to sleep with Mercedes' husband. Like you, like that was like the ultimate betrayal. You belittled your daughters. You stole your daughter's dream, practically. Right. Yeah, that was you stole. Um, you stole your daughter's dream. That's that basically what a- you did. How do you? You can't. It, it's hard to read. It's almost impossible to recover from that unless she turns around and give her and say, you know what, this need to go over to her, this and the other, or whatever. And maybe at some point y'all can bridge that gap and meet in the middle for some terms of forgiveness. But other than that, you stole your daughter's dream. Yeah. Sleep with that at night. Then I'm thinking she ain't gonna make it to her last dance. Like, then I'm thinking she's gonna miss her last dance. We saw the police come get their ass. Both of them. Yeah. So no, gonna make it to the last dance. So we get to the next scene. The club going up. They mad as fuck. Like where Mercedes at? Where last niggas don't paid money. They don't drove out. Yeah, they put their ankle bracelet off. Yo, they 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 tear the club down. So Uncle Clifford is freaking out at this point because where Mercedes? We've been calling her. She ain't answering the phone. Right. You know, Gidget is freaking out, thinking something don't happen to her, and so Mississippi saves the day. She said, and "I want I crooked letter, crooked letter." Yeah, a cricket but, letter, cricket letter. But, uh, but what back, I love, back up. <laughs> he was like, who God ready? Did her thing. But what I love is he was like, who ready to be Beyonce? Like, who ready? Because remember, remember Mer- uh, Mississippi, new girls. Mississippi had been, girl, had been doubting herself ever since old boy at the beginning of the episode. She had been doubting herself. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'll do it. And boy, did she do it. Mm. But you know what I love about that? You know what I love about that part of, about that particular scene is because I think I don't want to say I don't want to say bridge the gap. I think it was I think it was for the greater good of two people who was trying to get over the next uh, to to the next plateau of their career to the next portion of their career. 
you know, because yeah, the next yeah to the to the next level of their career because I think it worked out for Mississippi well because she worked out well. Mm-hmm. And she was heavy on social media marketing. She was heavy on social media marketing, you know, the club anyway, you know, and marketing herself anyway with social media, which is the way of the world now, you know. And then Lil Murder, he was trying to get on for, you know, he was like, shit, if I can get it popping at this strip club, you know, I can get popping or whatever. And I, I, I really, really like that saying because I think that was a cover for them both who was trying yeah, to get Yeah, because Lil Murder, who had got put out the club, he's outside. <laughs> But he hears his song. Mm-hmm. He and don't he know what now he thinks because he don't know that Mercedes ain't there. He thinks it's right. Mercedes dancing to his song, right? But he hears his song and he I is never just thought about it like that. Yeah, he don't know Mercedes ain't there. Yeah, he don't. But you remember, know, he got put. I mean, but I don't think he cared. He just was like, but but he thought because remember he said I got to get Mercedes to dance to my song, right? It was a moment for him, though, you know, and it mm-hmm, was the moment mm-hmm. that uh, it, it was the moment that he needed. It was the moment that he was looking for, and he got. Oh, it was a moment that, for my selfish man. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. So then Uncle yeah. Clifford comes out to check on him. I'm so glad you're doing this scene, Crystal. <laughs> That's why I took over. I, I, I took over. I'm gonna I'm I'm acquiesce to your uh, to your talents. <laughs> <and I'm, laughs> I will take over, but but that's I'm going to get a sip too. (laughs) Y'all are stupid. (laughs) But that's when Uncle Clifford comes out to check on him, and you know he talks to him a little bit, and then Uncle Clifford ends up taking him into it. Looks like it's a part of the club that they don't use because they had like an old jukebox back there and everything. So you don't think it was the back office? Well, maybe it was the back office. I don't know. Maybe it was, but. But but what's important that we'll see in the next episode is Uncle Clifford takes him in a different way. Because remember, in the next episode, Big L is like, how he get back here? How does he know how to get back here? Remember? Right. So anyway, he took so a man... That's why I felt like it was the back office. Cause maybe it was the back office. office. Maybe that's what it was. But I, I don't know. But it had an old jukebox and stuff in it. And um, they have sex. Like, that's it. I ain't about to drag that out. They have sex. Uncle Clifford and and Lil Murder has sex. Is that so hard? Yes. <laughs> Y'all are terrible. Men are so. Oh my gosh! If it had been two Let women, t- if it had been two women, would would that have been like, awesome? Right. Exactly. It's such a double standard. Oh my gosh. Anyway, that would have been great. That would have been perfect. <laughs> yeah, perfect way to end the perfect way to end the episode. You know what? <laughs> terrible. We need to change the writing. That should have happened. We need to alter the ending. No. <laughs> we need to alter so we, the end, we, we end the episode with we end the episode with Mercedes and her mama going to jail and you know Mercedes is lost at all at this point. She lost her dream. She didn't get to do her last dance. So she's just she she's lost it all. Yeah, she, she's in a fucked up space right now. There we go. I I think uh, I think Mercedes probably should have got arrested for man one for attempted murder. But that's just me. Nah, that mama should have got arrested for grand larceny. (laughs) That's just me. She probably got arrested for man one 
or attempted murder or, or something like that. But that's just me. That should be the end result. So y'all, that's episode um one oh four, uh P Valley the Trap. Another good episode. Um, yeah. Yeah, feel good um characterization here. Um a lot of character development, um, good writing, um, a lot of moments that we didn't anticipate, didn't see, so I'm here for that. I like to um watch a show that keeps me guessing what's getting ready to happen next, not when I can know play by play what's getting ready to happen and it takes all the fun out of watching the show. Mm-hmm. So let's see what next week brings. Um Boy Retro C D. Find me on Instagram at Retro C D. Uh Really B T V. You can find me on Instagram at really B T V underscore on YouTube or find me on YouTube at Really B T V. Yo, it's your boy D Jackson, also known as Jack of Jordan's on Instagram. Um, we got plenty of things lined up. We got Cigar Hour, the TSS Entertainment. We are making moves. I enjoyed the show, man. It's my first time being on here for the Pete Valley. I'm glad y'all turned me on to it. So, uh, special shout out to all our other hosts. Uh, let me see. We got um, Paris the Boss. Mm-hmm. We got Fresher Highness. Mm-hmm. Fresh we got um, Juggernaut of Souls. Man, it's just so many of us up in the B. Um, but uh, special thanks to my little brother. Our little brother came and hung out with us tonight. You know, oh yeah, Pete Valley with us. So you can catch us on um, TSF Entertainment. We are here. All right. All right. Good night. Much love. Night. Peace. You are now listening to TSF Entertainment Podcast.